WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's February 18th, 2021, and you're deep down in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. So did you do anything for uh, Valentine's Day, Sammy? No, I, I mean, all my kids' mothers, I didn't want to... I, I figure like I would figure like at least one of them you would do something. With. Nah, I, I mean I let one of them make me a meal. <laughs> oh, there you, know, you go. There. Yeah. So I, I guess I guess she got she had something good for her. She got to cook for me. <laughs> so that was I guess the, I did. Yeah. I mean I didn't really do anything, but she did. So you know, kudos to her. <laughs> yeah, the, that sounds like you, you you planned it out pretty well. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a giver. You know, I'm I'm a people person. <laughs> So yeah, ate, ate her food. I mean, that's that's a that's love, right there. We need people's food. You know, I gotta do what I gotta do, right? Got to keep the peace. Got to make sure she's happy. So she wants to cook and do all the stuff for me. What the fuck? Who am I, who am I to stop that? <laughs> yeah, we didn't really do much either because of the snow. Yeah, we just kind of stayed in. I I'd got some some you know balloons and some candy and. And that was about it, and then we just kind of hung out. So it was it was kind of nice, and relaxing, you know, just watching yeah. the snow fall and nice and warm inside. Huh? Of snow. It was a lot of snow. Not as bad as in Texas. Jeez, man! Well, it I was, mean, was, we did get more than Texas, but I mean, the, down there, I mean, they're not used to like, it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they're not it's used like to. They got caught. Just, yeah, yeah. You get like an inch, and they shut that place down. Mm-hmm. No, I got you, man. It's 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 been tough. I mean, some of the, a lot of people there without power and everything. It's been. That sounds like it's really bad there. It's yeah. It's, I have a couple. Uh, I have some relatives that are, that are down there that you know they post a bunch of pictures of what's going on and they're you know they're all have candles everywhere and yeah bundled big, up with blankets. That big uh, you know freeway pile up. Did you see that? Yeah, I heard about that. It's a lot of cars. It's just it's just been nuts down there. I, I can't believe that. That's no good. Hopefully everyone's doing okay down there. Yeah. Well, you know. Those damn windmills shut down. <laughs> they they destroyed destroyed Texas. The windmills, huh? The windmills. They mess. You know they don't mess with Texas, but it, they did, and they <laughs> totally took them out. You tell me that Texas gets all its powers from windmills. It's it's I from what I read on uh, Alex Jones, I think it's a hundred percent power from windmills. And fuck, they don't work in they don't work in the they don't work in the cold. I mean, nobody <laughs> nobody told anybody that, but it gets below thirty degrees and they don't work. That's odd, man, because a lot of countries, you know, like Nordic countries, have windmill power, and they do uh, work. No, that's I, that's that's a that's a what? conspiracy theory. Like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to everyone listening, and yeah. the show does not delve in conspiracies. We're <laughs> <the> truth. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was I was seeing that the other day. They were talking. They're blaming it on the windmills, and I was like, "What the hell are you wow. guys talking about? This is not even, not even close to what's going on." You know, I, I yeah, I wish people would just kind of like, "Look, we got a problem. Let's just fix it instead of fucking yeah, blame." You know, pointing the fingers. You, yeah, you fucked up. I can understand people fuck up. You know, it happens. It happens. Just realize that you fucked up, and then. Make make it and make fix do it. something that's gonna make it yeah make it different yeah. yeah help the people I mean yeah that's your that's that's their jobs is to help the people I mean I know there's too many finger pointing and no you did it no your people did it you know this that it's like just fuck you know just doing all this shit and laughing about it or not even laughing but I mean just finger pointing is just not getting anything done and yeah that's fucked up hopefully it, just, hopefully they get things working down there better though yeah I hope so too. Yeah, so it's all that was. It's, I mean, it's been cold up here, but and it hasn't. Yeah, I mean, we're cold. used to it, so yeah. Uh, like so. we just kind of just you know had the I have a propane heater here, yeah. with the house, and we don't you know we don't deal with 100 percent electricity, so 
Mm-hmm. So if something does happen, we're ready to go. And we were just kind of sitting around, and we started watching this movie called uh, Bliss. Bliss, okay. Yeah, and it has a uh, Selma Hike and uh, Owen Wilson. Selma's Selma's my woman. Oh man, she's like almost she 60. still look hot. She's, she looks amazing. <laughs> Damn man. Oh my god, I would definitely hit that. That girl's been stacked since. Des- Remember Desperado when she first, we oh. first saw her? That was like the first oh, thing I saw yes. her do in English, and I was like, holy shit, man, she's yeah. hot. Yeah, I've had a crush on her since since I first saw her. She's, I'll, I'll watch pretty much anything she's in. I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It was really it's it it kind of deals with uh addiction and like okay. um mental illness. Like people basically the main character Owen Wilson, he 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 um he loses his job and he his wife divorces him and he kind of kind of goes into this uh this alternate world where he, where he meets Selma Hike and he he's basically talked into the fact that he doesn't live in a re, in real life. He's in a simulation. Okay, and yeah. So while he's in the simulation, uh, she's they're able to do like, like uh, be able to manipulate stuff, make like push people from afar, and do all this like this pretty amazing stuff, you know. But she tells him like they can do these things, but they have to take this like this crystal mm-hmm. in or in order to to do it, and so. As you go through the movie, it, it kind of you're, you're in the perspective of you don't know if he's actually in a simulation or if he's just a crackhead. While watching it, are you able to like, like, is there like any type of clues in the background that make you think he's in a simulation versus real? Yeah, because like when you're watching it, there'll be things like in the background you'll see like car- like a person will be walking and then they'll glitch and like walk oh. through again. So, so like, but though through the movie you don't know. If it's you know you don't know which is what what's 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 really happening because you, you know it could go either way, mm-hmm. and while he's going through this uh, adventure or you know this this adventure trying to figure out what's going on, he has a daughter who's trying to bring him back and in you know trying to get him because to to the daughter in the daughter's point of view, he's basically a, a crackhead, mm-hmm. uh, and she's trying to bring him back and you know into into society and you know trying to get him out of the slums and all that when him and some hiker talking to each other they they believe that there's a there's a reality outside of what they're in and so her, he she keeps trying to talk him into convincing him that his daughter's not a real person it's just she's just a a computer generated uh simulation so he's got like an inner conflict like part of him thinking is is telling him hey that shit that's real is fake and on the outside somebody who's trying to get him to come out he's kind of like against it because he's in, internally he thinks it's fake yeah it kind of gives you a perspective of what it would be like if you were actually an addict you know, or something an addict and it was yeah. it was i i i didn't think it was going to be that good i kind of saw it on there i saw some hike i was like yeah, I'll yeah. look at her titties. I, yeah, I'm yeah. Some high titties, you know. <laughs> yep, yep. And I watched it, and I was really impressed. I really liked it. it it's not like a. It, it was it was simple, <clears throat> and there's a lot of. The idea was really really fun to watch. So at the end and, of the movie, did you could you tell what type of world he was in? No, that's what I liked about it because it kind of left. Because oh. after I watched it, like a couple of days after, I'm just like so I'm still thinking. I was like, well, maybe maybe he was, or maybe he wasn't. You know, it's like it's too but, ambiguous. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. But I like movies wow. like that. Kind of make you think, you know. Sure. It was like, what's that one? Remember with um, with Leo DiCaprio? Remember when he kept jumping in? Inception. Um, yeah, Inception. Like the movie Inception. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of like, like that. But like you, you're, at the end of the movie, you don't know. You're still debating, yeah, you like, what the fuck? Yeah. Was he in or not? Yeah, but it, Inception was more of a budget, a bigger budget movie. This one sure, was sure. a little smaller, but it's oh, kind same of difference that. Though. Yeah. But yeah, you, you know, still was, don't know. It was really, yeah, it was still it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I think I think people should watch it because give it give it a little bit of uh, attention. Some something to think about, huh? Kind of makes you yeah. think. Yeah, that's interesting. I I mean, when you when you talk about that, you know, like you said, it's you could be part of a life of an addict just because you know they they people want to give them help, but they don't want to. It's it, like I said, you know, the inner tor- turmoil. Like maybe there's like. That's them fighting it off, you know. Maybe they think mm-hmm. like, no, I don't know. I, I've never, thankfully, I've never had to deal with that on my own personally. But oh, man, that sounds like that could be a trip. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a pretty good movie. I I, I suggest people 
take a watch. Yeah, we're all serious this week, man. I saw a movie called Escape from Pretoria. Oh, that it has a really, really serious. Yeah, <laughs> it had uh, Daniel Radcliffe. You know the guy, you know, Harry, the weird looking. Is that Harry, Harry Potter? Potter? Yeah, and the, you know he looks weird. Your kid looks yeah. weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> weird. He does, man. He just looks weird. But it's basically it's it's based on you know and um a movie a book by Tim Jenkins, and it has to do with the apartheid. You know the anti-apartheid in South Africa in the seventies, right? So. It's him, Tim Jenkins, and and his partner Stephen Lee, his buddy. You know, they're they're anti-apartheid, and they they would do like missions where they would you know go anti-government and things like that. Well, they end up getting busted for that, and they get you know put in jail. You know, the main guy, Tim Jenkins, gets twelve years, and his buddy uh-huh. uh, Stephen Lee gets you know he gets eight. And they're like, "Fuck this," you know. And everyone else in that prison in Pretoria are anti-apartheid people, right? So. The mm. government considers them traitors, right? Because they're traitors to their government yeah. and their country and stuff. So it, it's it's interesting because Jenkins, you know, is a smart guy. And he starts, like, he's like, I don't want to fucking be here, you know? And mm. so he he starts, like, you know, looking at the jail and trying to just figure out, like, how am I going to get out of here? How are we going to break out of here? And he's he's analyzing and he he's, you know, he, he's thinking of ways to escape. And he starts making wooden keys, you know, from their wood shop, you know, that they do out yeah. you know, in the jail. And he starts making wooden keys that fit into the locks of the cells. <laughs> and this is yeah. based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. He, he, this oh, that's is, actually like, pretty cool. Yeah, and he sneaks around, and you know, at night, and he's you know making keys for other locks, right? Because it was like you know, mm-hmm. probably between his actual cell and the way out. I don't remember the exact number of doors, but you know, there's like six or eight of them that they have to get through all different locks. And yeah. so, yeah, and so he's he's doing it every day. He's doing it. There's like you know, of course, like the the you know the the um. The guards come in, you know, and do shakedowns and, yeah, you know, what are you doing? You know, and they see some of, sometimes they see some of the wood and it looks like, you know, like it looks like a key. They're like, what is this? And he like, oh, it's a picture hole. He flips it over and he puts a picture on it mm-hmm. and it looks like it's a picture holder. And the guy's like, that's shitty, you know, <laughs> just <to> get, but, <laughs> but, he, <laughs> but little does he know. And he was just like, oh man. But, and you know, they, and, you know, they have gardens. So, so like they hide the, the keys in the, you know, on the ground in the garden, right? That's, they have to, you know, they can't keep stuff like that in their room. Yeah, and it's just interesting how they just keep doing it and and keep trying to figure it out. And unfortunately, none of the other guys want to get out because they figure like, man, you know, we're just gonna do our time. Some guys got life, yeah. and you know, they're kind of scared to leave, but they end up making it out and 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 fleeing the country. You know, they end up getting out, and you know, the other guards, uh, the other inmates, kind of help them, but you know, keep keep the guards, you know, busy and stuff. But they, he makes he makes all the keys to all the locks. He figures it out and. And and the cops, you know, the the guards didn't know how they did it, right? Because there was really nothing left open. Like there was no sign of any type of struggle, anything broken. I mean, he used keys. You know, they didn't yeah, need anything. Just opening so, and getting through. Yeah. So they're like, "What the fuck?" And and it took but, them a while. And again, this is in the '70s. So once you get out, you know, they can get away, right? It's not like there's no yeah, you no know, APB. There's, there's no like cameras and exactly, exactly. And IDs and, like not like now. Exactly, and they were they were more against the a time when they were doing it because they were going to be um, they were making a new guard tower, and they're like, shit, if that thing goes up and goes live, we're not going to get out of here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, it's going to be overlooked. Now or never. Yeah, it's, it's going to be looking over the street and and the inside tower, you know, on the inside the yard. So it's really interesting, like I said, how how they figured it out, and you know, the things they had to go through. You know all, all the setbacks and you know like yeah. keys breaking you know in the locks yeah. and the testing. Like, oh, yeah, shit. figures are wood. Yeah, it's yeah. wood, so it's not, not as strong. Exactly, and you know you have to you have to be so delicate. And he learned how to, you know, he makes tools with you know like a mob boom, how to open his front gate because they have like double doored, you know, into the cells, and they have a window that that they can see out, and from that window he can open the outside door. And he had to make a key. I mean, shit, everything just had to fucking line up, yeah. and it was just precision and. It was like, man, this is impressive, and it was it was a good story, and it was it, it was it was pretty tough. It was it actually was, that's just, that's just pretty interesting because I I had my one of my hobbies is lock picking. Oh, is it? Yeah, so I I I, I do it every once in a while. I do, don't do it as much as I used to, but I I have a lock picking kit that I, I usually carry around with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, lock picking is actually kind of fun, and I I. Came upon it like I was just on Amazon one day and I saw that there's like a lock picking kit for like fifteen bucks, and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of interesting. So I bought it, and they send they send you like the this all the kit, all the little little tools that you need, and then they give you like this fake fake lock that's like a see through lock. 
Mm-hmm. So you can see the you can see the chambers and the yeah and yeah. the pins in there, and then so mm-hmm. that way you can you know you can pick it and you can kind of see what you're what your yeah, tools you see what are you're doing. doing yeah. So yeah, you just mess with that, and after like after a good like maybe hour or so, I was able to pick that lock, and then I was able to grab I would grab a bunch of like you know um, bunch of locks in the house or mm-hmm. or. Um, just a lock just your neighbor's had, house. Um, just go to your neighbor's gates, house yeah. and fucking do it. Well, I've I've, I've opened had, like houses like my sister's house when I went over there. I've, oh, I've really? opened their doors. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, but I I don't go I don't go like go stealing stuff. But I you know at work mm-hmm. a lot of times like I, we have, well, I was just gonna ask you if, for certain things. I was gonna say I have a proposition for you, but if you say you're not gonna steal, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. But yeah, so I'd probably like watching this. It'd probably be interesting to see. Uh, it is. It it is pretty interesting. And like I said, making the making the keys, you know, making the locks, <clears throat> the keys for the locks out of wood. Damn. Yeah, that's just, that's hard. Because that's mean, impressive. Got, yeah, that is pretty impressive. A lot, a lot of time, a lot of you know trial and error. I mean, I, it, of course, all he has is time. But can you imagine? You know, you just don't get defeated by that. You just like fuck it. I just his determination to get out was greater than his, you know. Than than just sitting around on his feet like some of those other guys are like fuck I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do my time you know they're like he's like fuck this man I want out <laughs> so it was pretty good it was on this last weekend I don't know why but stars I don't pay for stars that's one of the services I don't have and it was stars was free for the weekend so it was on stars so I don't know if if anyone else can see it any other way by all means go to Blockbuster Video and rent it there you go that's <laughs> <what I did. laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a break and we get back. We're going to do uh, shit on the internet. We'll see you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is Alex J. Snake Oil. Alex J. Snake Oil can cure anything. Diabetes, cancer, even IBS will get you pooping great again. Just rub a little on your elbows and knees and watch the magic happen. Feel like the new old order is taking over your life? Purchase Alex J's snake oil and give it to those goddamn globalist sons of bitches. With four easy payments of $39.99, you can have the miracle cure. Arthritis, hurt feelings, the coronavirus. Alex J snake oil can handle it all. Don't let the FDA know that you bought it from us. If they ask you, just kick them in the nuts and run. That's Alex J snake oil. Only available at our Miss Info Wars website. Just put in purchase code WWTI and get 20% off. Ah! All right, thanks for everyone coming back to show on the internet. I got this first story here. And of course, my stories have to do with snow because this last week it snowed quite a bit. But in Pierce County, Washington State, that's our state, a pair of burglary suspects were arrested early Saturday in Tacoma after deputies followed their footprints in the snow to track them down. Oh, the- <laughs> they left the track? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So, so deputies with the Pierce County Sheriff's Department were called at 2.39 a.m. to the 3400 block of 72nd Street East. When a deputy arrived at the scene, he saw two men fleeing, authorities said. Instead of running after the men, deputies checked the house first to determine if it was possible a crime had been committed. Mm. A detached detached garage had a broken window on the door, officials officials said. A canine was deployed and followed two sets of footprints in the snow. One leading from a garage to a church parking lot where a man was found hiding in a dumpster under a piece of cardboard. A second <laughs> set of footprints <laughs> led deputies to a tree and they <laughs> they called the second man to climb down. He was up in the tree. <laughs> that sounds like a Scooby-Doo like, mystery I know. case. <laughs> I know. And I would have got away cop. with it too. It yeah, wasn't for you pesky kids and that dog. Yeah, the mangy kids. Yeah, you know what's funny? He's like, the cop saw them. He saw the footprints. like, eh, I'm not going to chase them. I know where they went. You know? <laughs> I got time. <laughs> yeah, I got time to do this. You going to get a coffee and a donut? No. <laughs> he didn't even oh have my to. God. Yeah, they just took their time. He's like, yeah, I checked it out, looked around. You, All right, I yeah, guess I'll you, go after him. <laughs> you think that would be like one major consideration before you went and broke into someone's house? I know, man. They didn't cover the tracks. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> they didn't cover the tracks. Or just wait till it's not snowing and go do it. I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I guess that was the opportune time. I don't know. I get. Well, I got a story here from uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. An 18-year-old uh, Blakili Sands was arrested Tuesday night after calling the police in an attempt to get her fake ID back from a bar. So police responded to the bar after Sands told them that her bar uh, that the bar had took her ID. And that she wants it back. Hmm. Uh, when officers arrived at the bar, they retrieved the Texas ID with the, her name uh, 
Mikami Queen. So Sans told officers that 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 she was Mikami Queen, and that the bar didn't and the bar didn't believe her. Um, so officers ran the Texas license, and it came back that it was fake. <laughs> Mikami Queen. <laughs> she basically told officers that she didn't think she was gonna get caught. So that's. <laughs> That was her. You guys were supposed to come here. Yeah, yeah, that was her reasoning for you know using the fake ID, and she basically was arrested for presenting a false ID and misleading officers, and she was taken to jail. But that's a lot of nerve, though, to be able to do it at a bar and then want your ID back after you give a fake ID. Yeah, man, you leave. You fucking leave. You hope they don't call the cops. You know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Jeez. And Fucking then she's all demanding. Privileged. I know. Man, these millennials, I tell you, man. So entitled. Entitled millennials. Yeah. I got this next snow story here. A Ukrainian man has reported a fictitious murder to police in the hope that they would clear snow from his road when they came to arrest him. The man called police on Saturday night to tell him that he had killed his mother's partner by stabbing him. He said the victim showed no signs of life. That's what the police said. And the man also advised police to bring a snowplow because it was not possible to reach his house otherwise. <laughs> but the law enforcement <laughs> officer... <laughs> <laughs> Come get me, but bring a snowplow yeah, so you can get to me. <laughs> <laughs> and bring, some, bring something well, to eat. Yeah, exactly. Bring, bring a, a pizza. pizza do we? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so law enforcement officers were, however, able to reach the property in the small village... Um, using an all-terrain vehicle. The, ale- the alleged victim was safe and sound, and no one had attacked them, the spokeswoman continued. The road in question had been cleared of snow in the morning, according to local authorities, but the man said he was unhappy with the work and hoped the police would finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says to serve and protect. He's all pissed off. He wants them to clear his road. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. So all he called it a murder. Just full of people, yeah. All these, full of just people is just just can't can handle being human beings. I guess. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah, I know. I know. He fucking calls it a murder just so they can clean. Yeah, bring a snowplow when you get here. <laughs> so, so of course he, he he faces you know prison and he got fined. And, you know, they're just, you know, Ukraine gets a lot of snow, so I'm sure there's a ton of snow, but again, that's, <laughs> the ball's on this guy, man. <laughs> hey, bring a snowplow when you show up. <laughs> what an in asshole. Case, yeah, in a case of uh, corona, yeah, that'd be great. I know. So I got a story uh, from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. A Baton Rouge, Louisiana native has, has a message for everyone who wants to try Gorilla Glue Challenge. It says, mm-hmm. don't do it. Uh-oh. In an exclusive interview, Martin said he did the challenge to prove that the viral video seen by Tessica Brown, who sprayed Gorilla Glue adhesive in her hair, was not as serious as it seemed. So he's trying to prove, he was trying to prove that. That That she was bullshit. That she was bullshit, that it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So. So he did it. So Lee Martin says he created the challenge. An already viral video of another Louisiana native who used adhesive on her hair. So that girl. In a Facebook video, Martin says that he believed he could glue a so a red solo clip to his lips and he could just lick it right off oh. but he was wrong <laughs> what a fucking jackass so martin, martin described what the doctor did was painfully peeling <laughs> what oh. says. so the louisiana native was told that if he does not heal correctly the tip of his lips would have to be taken off via surgery oh, so martin so martin wants to tell everybody not to do this challenge because it's not safe. <laughs> oh, uh, gr- thanks, the company Gorilla Glue agrees with them, tells so everybody not to do it. So this guy, this guy didn't believe the hype of the Gorilla Glue. So he, he, he thought the girl was being stupid and just being a dumb bitch. When he, yeah, just as stupid, if not stupider. Yeah. So he, yeah, he decided to put the glue. I in the video, it's funny because like <laughs> he puts a little bit of the Gorilla Glue on there and then he puts it on his lips and then like it cuts to him in the in the sur- in the emergency room. <laughs> With the the fucking cup stuck to his face. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That shit, that shit, that shit, that shit is fucking strong. Have you used it? Gorilla glue, yeah. The thing with Gorilla glue, when people tell you it doesn't work, is because they didn't use it correctly. Because in order for Gorilla glue... Does it way to incorrectly use it? Yeah, because in order to use Gorilla glue, you have to put a little bit of water in it. Okay. 
So you can't just like put it on something and then stick it together and yeah. it'll stick. You have to spray it. The water's like the bond. Yeah, the water kind of activates it, and once that goes on, it it'll stick to fucking anything. Wow, is it so like instantaneous? Fact, no, it's not instantaneous. But okay. once it once once, once it, it's once, it dries. Uh, once it's cured, it's yeah. it's it's fucking hard. Ooh. Um, but the thing is, because he put it on his lips, which is like you know it's wet already. <laughs> oh. That guy learned his lesson the hard way. I guess he didn't learn it from that girl that put the shit in her hair. Man. Like last week, I don't know. I I just hate all these challenges that people do. Every time I watch them, I just I just start cringing because I like mukbang and, and all that. You know, just everything where everyone's trying to do these challenges online. Yeah, but it's I, so annoying. It just I, I just watch them. I'm just like, fuck, dude. Don't you have anything better to do? Nope. Nope. <laughs> not today. They got to get followers, man. That's their that's their high. That's true. They, they got to get those yeah. followers. And make Hell sure people yeah. view their videos and like them. <laughs> well, I guess good thing we don't I have that it. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the shit? All right, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we get back, what we do? I can't believe it's not Google. So this is I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice, it's not bad advice, but it's our shitty advice. So this week we have uh, Ron from Montana, and he says, My girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years now, and so far everything works out okay. Ever since the start of the relationship, she sometimes would tell me stories of things that would happen to her, but they were things that I saw on the internet. Uh, some, mm. Sometimes she would claim that she knew a person who would become famous from a viral video. So I'd ask her for proof, like if they were, she was a friend with them on Facebook. But once I would ask her about this, she would quickly change the topic. She also lies about her childhood and things that she experienced. It's not that I don't want to believe her, but a lot of her stories are contradicting. I did call her out once, but she just got mad. And would gaslight me and saying that I triggered her past from the trauma. All I did was call her out on it. I'm really at a point where I want to call her a liar because I always catch her lying to me. And I never lied to her. <laughs> why would why would she feel the need to lie about obvious things? Is this is this a giant red flag? Other than that, our relationship is pretty good. I just don't know if I should continue with it. <clears throat> I mean, if he likes liar, chronic liar, then stick with her. <laughs> but I thought, I don't know. Do you, don't we, could... do you remember we used to have a cousin named Nikki, and he used to lie about every fucking thing? Like, he, he yeah. did like everything. Like, I remember I, one time my brother made, like, a noise, like a squirrel sound. He's like, oh, look, I saw a squirrel. He, he said that. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, that was my brother. You know, he just he made that noise. And he's like, no, I saw I, it. And he, was yeah, just, he, he would, like, he would just argue with us. No, I saw it. You guys didn't see it. I saw it. I was like, fuck, man. I do. <laughs> like, I do remember. I do remember him. And I remember one time he had, like, a, he had hit his forehead. Mm-hmm. And I, he had fallen. And, and there was a mark on his head because he fell and yeah, hit his head on, scar. on something, right? And he had a scar on his head. And he would always ask him, someone would ask him, what happened to your head? And he would come up with these outrageous fucking stories. Yeah, he always came remember, up with different ones. He's Yeah, he, I remember one time he, he had told me that he had went out to the woods and he found a buried treasure. And when he opened, when he opened the box, <laughs> that a monkey had come out and swung... <laughs> a stick. A monkey came... Well, it swung a stick at his forehead and he took off running. <laughs> and... It, <laughs> I think he told me that too. <laughs> and then he told and he told somebody else something that he something that he had been, yeah yeah that he had gotten shot. <laughs> yeah, by somebody. Him hearing, the, the, he, yeah, he crashed a motorcycle. We were like yeah you know, yeah yeah I remember, I, yeah I remember him telling my sister that too. Yeah, he was like a motorcycle uh, professional enthusiast. Driver. Yeah, he was like yeah. an enthusiast and shit. <laughs> like okay, <laughs> I was like, you've never even. You've never even touched a motorcycle. I know. I yeah, know. but he was really bad. But that's see, what I it sounds be... like. This girl. This sounds like if she's got to lie about everything like this, man. Fucking, that should get old quick. Because then pretty soon, like, 
Because you can't trust soon, anything she not says. Wanna, exactly. And you're not going to want to believe her. You're not going to even want to listen to her. So what's and the then, point? Yeah. And then when it gets to the, <clears> like, <throat> like, you're in a relationship. Well, how are you going to trust her with anybody? You can't. You know? You can't trust her with anybody. Like, if no. there's another guy or... Yeah. You know, she's she goes just out lie. with friends she has, or whatever. has no problem. Yeah, you, she has no problem with telling you bullshit. Lies. Yeah. Why would... I, I couldn't... I couldn't be with anybody like that. I would... No. I would... I'd leave. Yeah. No matter how hot she is, man. It might be good, like, just, you know, for a quick fuck or, you know, just if you don't care about her, stick around, you know, but, like, pfft, I wouldn't even, like, take her serious. I would be. I'd be nervous that she'd be claiming that she's pregnant every fucking two months. Oh man, that would be bad. You know, I wouldn't even want to mess with her because then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have your baby." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. This girl sounds like trouble. I'm, that that is, Ron. You shouldn't even be asking if it's a red flag. I mean, is that stupid that you <laughs> that's need what to I was ask thinking. shit? Yeah. Why? Why you? Why you is that a red flag? Fuck yeah, it is, Ron. <laughs> you open your eyes, I mean, man. But he's been with. He's been with this girl for two years. You think Maybe he likes liars. Couple... Maybe he likes liars, and he likes hearing these stories. Maybe it's <clears throat> does something for him. Ugh, I don't know. I couldn't. Like I said, I couldn't be with anybody like that. I mean, and two years. Just... Come on. And then she gets and mad he's... when you bring it up, and she gets caught. You know, it's like, pfft. yeah. It's funny because people like that do really get mad. I had worked with one guy that was like that. He just constantly lied, lied about everything. His name was Dave, and he was just God, just just everything. He just like it was like, no man, you're not you're not six. You know, he was like five six, and he was like, yeah, I, I could dunk the ball. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, first of all, white men can't jump. Second of all, you're fucking five foot nothing. You know, you're not gonna, you're not dunk. You know, he just he like trying telling us like he made an air. He can make an air paper airplane, and he could throw mm-hmm. it like over these like you know. 20, you know, 20 foot tall pine trees. Like, it, it could fly over that. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I just find it so strange that people like that, like, lie about weird shit. Like, anything. Like, stuff. Yeah, just, like, dumb stuff that you know it's not true. And it's obvious exactly. it's not true. But they'll tell you that. And they'll, like, in their face, they'll... they'll uh, They're adamant. They look like they believe it. They're adamant about it. Fuck yeah. They, yeah. yeah they, you better believe me because I'm telling you the truth. How You know, don't question me. But don't ask me to prove it. You know, <laughs> it's like, that's, you know they, they, you know, they always got these tall tales that, you know, y- usually, you know, you can't, you know, ask them to prove. Like I said, I mean, we didn't have a basketball court at work, so we couldn't ask them. But we just like shut the fuck up. Like I was three sixty dunking in high school. It's like shut up. Like, yeah, I'd make him go to the park after work. And we're, okay, I know, we're I know. Watch. Well, no, he couldn't. He had to, be, he had to be at home, right? He had to go home <laughs> because he had, you know, he had to go take care of his mom and stuff, and so he couldn't do that, right? There's always a reason why he couldn't do that. So, like, I remember we brought a ball to work. It's like, palm the ball. No. Like, he wouldn't do it. It's like, fucking palm. No. I, you know, my hands were all I cut, I cut my hand. I cut my hand, like, yesterday. Yeah, it was just, it was always, it was always these excuses. We, we would always try and get him today and, like, try and make sure that he could, you know, pro, you know, show promise on his fucking lies. It's just, people like her, like, I don't know. I just don't have patience for her. Like, like, if it's a guy, somebody to work with, it's fun to make fun of him. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Because you're not involved with their life. They don't exactly it's not affect you. You know. Yeah. It's it's funny to listen to, and it's it's just, it makes great stories. Yeah. Because we had, we we had a guy that was like that. I remember one time he said that his, his he would lie about everything. One time he came in because he was late for work, and he said that his 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 grandfather had wrecked his car, so he had to go help him and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had taken pictures of the accident, right? Okay. And it was like this. It was this bright yellow. Um, what do they call it? Wrangler Jeep. Jeep okay. Wrangler. I looked at the pictures. I was like, those look like they've been shot off a computer screen. Like he had taken, like he had Googled <laughs> pictures of a, of a, oh, of, I gotcha. a Wrangler of a and wreck. then like took a picture with, yeah. And then took a picture with his phone. And I was like, those look really weird. You know, because yeah, you, you, like you, you take a picture, picture of a monitor. Yeah, <laughs> it, looked, it did. It looked like a monitor picture. So then I went, I Googled, you know, yellow, um, Yellow Jeep uh, Wrangler, Jeep Wrangler, and that picture showed up. Yeah, (laughs) shit. And and I showed him, and he was like, he was like, no, 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 that's it. That's not. That's you know. Yeah, he's adamant about it. He he won't. Even even though, even though I proved that he was wrong and he was Mm -hmm. lying, he would not admit that fuck he was lying. Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. These people like that, man. They're just I don't know. They're like dangerous because they will not. You don't know when ever to believe them. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, so like, you don't. So so somebody like that, it's a coworker. I can't do anything about that. Do I want somebody like that as a friend? Fuck no. Right. That's that's just annoying. So do I want one as a girlfriend? Even less, Ugh, man. Even less. That's zero tolerance. Zero yeah. Tolerance. Like, like, what's the point of that? What you know? She's always done something super awesome. She's always done something better. <laughs> she's always, you know, yeah, those people like that. They've always yeah. done. They just live the life, right? They, before they yeah. met you, they did all this shit. And it's like Jesus, like yeah. I can I can 19th. understand a little a little bit of exaggeration. Sure. Maybe you know when you you okay. tell a story, you know you kind of yeah. make it. You kind of soup it up a little bit. I, yeah. I get that. That's but to different bla- than <laughs> yeah. blatant lies. Bla- Blatant lies. That's I can't. I can't deal with that. Yeah, Ron. So, man, you uh, need to dump this bitch. Ron. Yeah, get out of there and find somebody <clears throat> who can actually speak the truth. Or if I all mean, right. if you, like I said, if he's put up for two years, maybe he likes this shit. Maybe he just he likes hearing all these tales, tall tales and shit. Well, probably, she's probably pretty entertaining, but uh, she could be. But I mean, after a while, that'd be annoying. Like I mean, like I said, you know, she's always done something better than somebody else, or always done this and that. It's like, yeah. Just like this amazing life, I know. Okay, of but. course, it was all before they met you. Before you guys living in your <laughs> fucking duplex, and you guys, you, your income is like fifteen hundred together yeah, a month. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you guys just go out to McDonald's once a week, and yeah, and that's your exciting life now. And you drive a Kia Rio, but yet in your <laughs> life, you know, you had a Beamer and, and a Lamborghini. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Fuck you, Ron. Fuck you in your question. <laughs> All right. So it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we talk about unsolved truck stop murders. Fuck yeah. All right. See you guys on the other side. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web, the WWTI Studios After Show. All right, thanks for everyone for sticking with us for the dark web. So, as Logan said, we're going to be doing unsolved truck stop murders. So, these are a little bit, you know, kind of creepy and shitty for, you know, obviously the people involved. I don't know about you, but, you know, you've used, you know, you know, truck stops or, or you know, you know, public restrooms yeah, like rest, at night. Rest stops and stuff, yeah. Yeah, you use that. I mean, do you ever, do you ever feel weird it. about any of these places? Uh, some of them I've been to are kind of shady, like you're... yeah. You know, you want to make sure the door's locked when you... <laughs> or, or you just want to bypass it. it. Like, I'll just I'll just go piss in the woods. <laughs> that's, that's I'd rather go out like, in the middle of a dark woods and... Yeah, know, I'd rather do that. I, I One time, like, driving, like, to Seattle one time, I remember we we, we just stopped on the side of the freeway. <laughs> we just pissed on the side of the freeway. We were like, fuck this. We're not stopping at that rest stop. So, um, some of these I'm going to go through. A little bit weird. 29-year-old Xavier... Javier Balajon from Belgium took two of his kids camping, you know, on a camping trip in in France. Mm-hmm. So on the way home, Javier, I don't know how you say it, Xavier. Let's say Xavier. Xavier. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Mexican talk. <laughs> Javier. <laughs> on his way home, Javier, Xavier needed to use the bathroom at the Malveaux rest area in the French Alps at 2 in the morning, right? So you got to go, you got to go. So, so he ran to the restroom, you know, he left his little kids, you know, sleeping in the backseat of the car. He kept the doors locked, but he left them back there. So after some time, uh, a car, a police on patrol, he was passing by on the highway and he heard what sounded like gunshots coming from the rest area. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh shit. So he went to go investigate and he found the source and he found Xavier's body slumped on the floor in front of the toilets in the rest area. So Xavier had been shot four times and his hands were like injured as if he had been fighting with his murderer before he died. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. the cop, yeah, so he like put up a fight, but he lost. So, uh, you know, just across the way, you know, they have, you know, the truckers there. The, the cops interviewed the truckers, you know, there was 24 truckers there in the area and they asked all of them and none of them had heard any gunshots. They, none of them claimed to hear any type of gunshots. 
So the cops tested their their hands for gunshot residue, and none of them had any residue. So unfortunately, like I said, the killer has never been caught, and the case remains unsolved. So sadly, that same area, a year later, a British tourist named Saeed Al Hilly was in his car on a desert on on a deserted road in the French Alps with his wife, his mother-in-law, and two kids. And this was just about 100 miles away from where Xavier had been killed. So when he stopped at the at the rest area, right around that area, he everyone in that family except for the little kids was shot and killed. What? So, yeah. So just like the pre- just like Xavier, his kids were spared. This guy's kids were spared. So it's it's unsure if these crimes are linked. You know, cops don't have any leads at all. To this day, the incident's you know still a mystery, open case. So how far That's, apart were those murders? Like, in time? Uh, like less about about a hundred miles away. No, but like in time wise. Oh, say? maybe maybe about about an hour, maybe an hour and oh. a half. Oh, okay. No, I mean, half, they're they're, they're kind of close. Away. You know, I mean, I mean, you know how rest areas—they're not that close to each other, right? Yeah. So so it seems like it was the next rest area. Huh. So, you know, whoever is doing this is—it seems to be prowling around that area on the rest areas. It's pretty fucked up, though, man. So I got this next story here. Is, um, Dexter Stefanek, his wife had passed away. So he decided, he's an older guy, you know, he's, he raised his kids, and he decided, I'm going to go to visit my son in Oregon. And he's from Wisconsin, so, you know, it's a little trek. So he went and visited his son for a while, and he said, all right, you know, I've been here for about a month. I need to head home intruding on my son's life and family so mm-hmm. he said he decided he was going to save money by avoiding motels and sleeping at truck stops right you know it's not a bad mm-hmm. idea i guess so he left on november 18th 1985 in the morning and the next morning a call came into the sheriff's station saying that a car was on fire at the bad route stop in montana so it was found that it was dexter's car on fire but he was nowhere to be seen so the employees at the rest area said they saw a tall man in his late 30s getting out of Dexter's car and carrying plastic containers. And that he didn't even look suspicious. You know, they didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. So four months later, there was a couple sifting through a landfill 17 miles away from the rest area. And they found Dexter's body hidden under a mattress. Now, the shitty thing is they found his ID right next to his body. But he had been beaten pretty bad. And he had been shot twice in the head. Oh, shit. Yeah, so there was no money. I mean, they never took any of his money. Like the, his suitcase still had his money in it, mm-hmm. and his his wallet still has money. They didn't. There was nothing, you know, taken. So they ruled out, you know, a robbery. So graffiti inside one of the rest stop bathrooms suggested that the murderer wanted to boast about his crime, because it included the expression "quote hot jock shot wad from Wisconsin, eleven eighty five Saturday the third which is no, you know, <clears throat> November of 1985 on the 3rd. Mm. And so, unquote. So police believe that the hot jock was could be the trucker's CB handle. But again, you know, his his death remains a mystery, never solved. That's pretty oh, that's shitty, crazy. man. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. That's old Ugh. man and just just so, fucking beat him to death or beat him and then shoot him. Man, people just disappear all the time. I know. I mean, you can I know. If you really wanted to, you could probably just kill someone and nobody would even know. It's, you're right. Like you, I mean, there's... Like, yeah, most, yeah, like yeah. most like most murders, I mean, they always pin it on somebody, like, within the family. Or, you know, somebody mm-hmm. that you know. But, like, I, yeah, that's why it's so hard to find people like that. Because, like, it's just, like, random. <clears throat> Especially, like, out, like, out on the road. Right? Because it's, like, there's, like, no rhyme or reason. Right? You can't blame... Like if they kill the whole family except for the kids, you can't you can't blame the wife, you can't blame the husband, you know you can't. It's just it's just people out there could just be lurking, and they don't even have to live anywhere close to there. They could be from like two states away, and they could just decide oh, I'm gonna yeah. go to this rest area and I'm gonna find do somebody. Like, do like a road trip just to kill people? Yeah, <clears throat> people are fucked up, man. So I got this well, next one up. in August 1982 in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So the St. Francis Cathedral. They got a call from a man saying he needed a priest to come and administer his last rites. So Father Patrick Gerard answered the call, but he was pretty busy and he said, Hey, I can't talk right now. Call back in 15 minutes. So the guy called back and this time Father Reynaldo Rivera answered. 
So the man on the line called himself Michael Carmelo, and he repeated, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I need somebody to administer my last rites. And he, and he wouldn't take no for an answer, like the previous priest, like, hey, call back. He's like, no, you somebody's got to come now. So Rivera followed Ronaldo Rivera said, oh, fuck, I'll go. So he told him that he was at the rest stop in Waldo, New Mexico. And he needed a priest right now, post haste. Mm. So Father Rivera went to meet him. And three days later, Rivera's body was found in an isolated road just a few miles from the rest area where he had been shot. Um, but they please think that his body, where they found him, isn't where he was murdered. Mm. So they pieced together that Carmelo was sitting at the sitting in a blue pickup at the rest stop waiting for Father Rivera and probably with some assailants. And after killing him, um, they returned to the rest stop and they drove his car to another rest area about two hours away where it was wiped clean of any physical evidence and then it was abandoned there. So the only mm. thing that was missing was Father Rivera's last rites kit. That was stolen. But everything else, like I said, money, everything else was left there. So what the police think is that these guys just probably want to kill a priest like that was their that gave them their jollies their goal yeah mm-hmm. I don't yeah. even know what a I hope I never know but do you know what a last rights kid is I didn't really get to look into that uh, I think it's just like a, like the the sacrament like the the blood and the wine and is that what it is I think so I, I, I should have looked into that because I, I, I kind of wondered what that was and I, I just forgot about it it's been a while since I've done anything with the church, so. Yeah, it's I, like I thought, holy water and. <clears throat> is it really? And. Uh, like blessing you before you go, huh? Yeah, basically, yeah, they have like holy water, some cups and stuff, and hmm. some candles, and probably like the the some bread and, and uh, a Bible and crucifix. Hmm. Wow. Just stuff like well, that's that. That's kind of that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up. So this next one I got here was from Rita Mays, was a 47-year-old elementary school cafeteria worker. And she was driving home from a family gathering when she pulled into a rest stop near Wolf Creek, Montana. So while she was there, she was reportedly attacked and hit over the head and put stuffed into her trunk of her own car. And mm. she was driven to an area to an area near an airport in Spokane, Washington. So, you know, I guess her close enough that the attacker took her there. So according to her family, Rita used her cell phone when she woke up in the trunk. And she spoke to her husband for 10 minutes, telling him she didn't know who hit her, but it was a large man in a black hoodie. So she called the police. You know, the, the her husband's like, hey, you need to fucking hang up with me and call the cops. So she called the police, telling them the butts, what was going on. And the cop on the phone, you know, was trying to, you know, talk with her and, you know, calm her down and get any type of information, right? All that inf- stuff that they need. But the the, co- the person on the line said they heard gunshots and then silence. So they used her cell phone to track down where she was, and they found her the next day in her car. So the mm. keys were in the ignition, and her purse was in the front seat. But it was found that her credit cards had been used across state lines in Idaho and Washington. So, again, could that have been her doing it? Because authorities feel like she committed suicide. See, they, they mm. said that the latch in the trunk that Rita she was in she couldn't have opened that from the inside and they mm. think that she freed herself and so they don't think um some of them think that she committed suicide others think that maybe she was murdered there's no persons of interest cases was left with the family with un- unanswered questions another who done it it's unsure right i mean mm. some of these people that do these murders are pretty crafty and pretty intelligent they're they're good at throwing off, you know, any type of detective work, but I don't know. That would that would suck, you know. You're on the phone and all of a sudden you hear the death. That's that's not cool. Oh, I know that. Sometimes like I, <laughs> when someone I know someone's talking to me on the on their cell phone while they're in the mm-hmm. car, I fucking hate it because I've always like, I was imagine like, oh, what if they fucking die? What if they crash? Oh. And I have to hear them all like, ah! <laughs> no, man. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like every time someone calls me on the cell phone, I'm like, uh, you need to finish or pull over or get to yeah. where you need to get and then call me back. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never thought of that. Huh. I, I do all the time. Every time someone's talking to me on the on the cell phone and they're, they're like, it sounds like they're driving. I mean, I guess with Bluetooth, I just doesn't seem to be an option, I think, for me anymore. Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I got this last one here. 
In June 2004, a crew was working in Wright City, Missouri off Interstate 70 and they made a gruesome discovery. They came across a torso of a body in an area used by travelers as a place to picnic. So a picnic area, man. They found a torso. So there's a small circular driveway that cars and vans can access. And it looked as if someone pulled around, chucked a torso out of the vehicle, and just kept driving. Oh, shit. Yeah, so the police don't believe the victim, who was later determined to be a woman, was killed at the rest area. So what makes this creepy is that the coroner determined that the woman was freshly killed hours before her torso was placed in the rest area, which was less than 12 hours. So this made the authorities think that she'd been killed within 50 to 100 mile radius and where, where her body was had been dumped. Mm-hmm. So the rest of her body has never been found. No body parts, nothing. So for 12 years, her identity was a mystery until authorities ID'd her to be Deanna Denise Howland. She was a hooker and a drug user known in the area. So again, killer's never been found. There's no clues to finding them. It's just, it just, and like I said, it just kind of baffles me how these people just get away with this. I mean, they just got a, just picked up a hooker and just killed her and fucking cut off. I mean, who the fuck cuts off? I don't know, man. Just leave her, <laughs> just leave her torso and just I know. throw it and out. Like throw it out. That's so fucking weird. And where's the I rest guess. of the body? Um, did they never found any of it? Nothing. They never found uh-huh. another another piece. It's all been. Who knows? Maybe they ate it. Who knows? I know. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if they had a pig farm. <laughs> they always say you remember what they said about pig farms. <laughs> like yeah, pigs. Yeah, so they can eat up all the body. Yeah, they eat up everything, man. Eat up the bone, everything. So I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of these. You know, I never, I never thought about this. Like whenever I use rest areas, like I said, I mean, like I said with my buddies, we we kind of thought about it one time, but I mean. Damn, I, I guess I never try going at night. I don't think I will either. <laughs> <laughs> After this, so you'll up. never go again. No, I'm holding it in forever. I'll just hold it in until you die. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Deep down in the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.